Perry there. I'm Morning Dave. We're at 840 now. And somebody is always here to check in on finances at this time each morning. I'm glad I am today, and I'm also glad that Philip Statler is, because I haven't had a chance to argue with Philip now in almost a week, and I've really missed you, Philip. It's good to hear you. Hey, man, I have missed you as well. It's, uh, you know, uh, one of the things I learned about radio is when you're by yourself, you got to talk an awful, awful, awful lot. And, uh, man, uh, I'm glad you're back in the seat over there. <laughs> I've missed our daily chats, and I appreciate you putting up with me, putting up with that uh, light case of COVID that I had to do earlier this week. First thing I said when we got on the phone before we went on the air was, well, that was a nice soft landing recession. As of yesterday, we're officially out of a recession. That should be really good news, shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doubtful. Doubtful is the word I have for right now. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, yes, it was a good quarter last time, but, um, you know, we're not through this deal yet. Um, the Fed's not done doing their thing. And so uh, I think there's still some uh, possibility. Nobody knows for sure, but there's definitely some possibility that we may slide back into that uh, negative GDP number before this thing's all done. Uh, my first reaction to that statement is, you think? <laughs> it was kind of a surprise to me anyway to see a 2.5% increase in the gross domestic product on that first reading yesterday, because I, I honest to God thought everybody was being way optimistic to expect us to grow. And uh, when it did, I was thinking, oh, Lord, now we're going to have every politician in Washington say, see, we fixed it. It's all over. Happy days are here again. Gratefully, at the very least, nobody went off the deep end with that yesterday that I heard anyway. No, they really didn't. But, you know, my the economists that uh, market watching them follow expected GDP to rise by 2.3 percent. And the first rating is 2.6. So um, the expectation was for it to turn around and start to grow up. And, and so maybe that's what the numbers are saying. But um and, and maybe it's because we're getting ready to go into the holiday season. Who who really knows? Maybe but, it could um, be the fact that we're going into the midterm elections. I trust government data about as far as I can yeah, throw it. There you go. Maybe 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 they're just trying to bump it up and get everybody excited about leaving things the way they are. I don't well, think so. You know. Well, hey, you know, zero inflation, we heard that a while ago, so what the heck. Uh, we got a bunch of government data dumps speaking about inflation this morning, and the uh, favorite uh, the favorite inflation measurement that uh, Jay Paulson from the Federal Reserve uses is the PCE, the Personal Consumption Expenditure Inflation Rate. And year over year, in September, we came in with a 6.2% PCE inflation rate, that actually was a little bit better than they were expecting. The core, also a little bit better than they were expecting. Once you get the volatile things like food and energy out, it was 5.1%. Uh, Again, they were expecting 52 I'm calling that good news, but boy, is it uh, modest good news, right? Well, that, that's right. I mean, we're seeing inflation maybe uh, slowed down a little bit, but it's still going up, right? And maybe not as fast as it was. Um, and we'll continue to see how that impacts the Fed. I mean, we already know we got three quarters coming. Was it next week or the week after? So, uh, but, but you know, these things are finally starting to impact us, and uh, and we still got two rate hikes up there somewhere six months ago or less that we still don't feel the uh, the effects of yet. And you know, while I was uh, sitting. 
sitting in my lazy boy with absolutely no ability to do anything else. I had a lot of time to peruse through all the columnists and everything on my iPad. And uh, one of them was saying that according to what he's understanding from the Fed, they're just going to continue raising rates until the inflation rate is in the 2% range. We got a long way to go before that happens. And if they keep whacking us with a two by four until we get the number that they want, they're going to have six months worth of ill effects after that to cope with. Uh, yeah, I, I, I yeah. still have very little faith in the Federal Reserve. They won't be able to fix that fast enough once that happens. And definitely, let's face it, that will drive us back into the recessionary numbers because, I mean, inflation that high, folks are going to get laid off. And that's going to be, I think that's really what they're looking for. They they, they want more people laid off and uh, and it's coming. You know, maybe our friend uh, Elon Musk will start that process up there at Twitter. <laughs> he did at midnight last night. He fired three top executives all at once. Kind of leads us into the tidbits. Uh, there is a new head twit, and I'm not talking about a politician. Elon Musk actually closed on the deal with Twitter last night. Promptly canned the CEO, the CFO, and the uh, whatever the position was called that was actually the person that told us that we were misbehaving on Twitter. They're all gone. Elon now has business cards to call himself the head twit, which I actually kind of get a kick out of, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. It might be a fitting term for him. <laughs> At the very least, in the mind of the people that don't like him much, they probably right. agree wholeheartedly with that. Now, I, I didn't notice it. You're on Twitter. I am. I don't post a lot, but I do follow things. I didn't see any change on mine. I still had a whole bunch of robotic posts from all of the uh, news organizations out. I didn't see any change whatsoever in my feed this morning. Did you? You know, I, I don't get on there on a regular basis. I know I'm on there, but uh, I don't look at it very often. But I think that most likely, um, you, you know, if it happened at midnight last night, changes will will, will come over time. It'll, it'll be interesting to watch. I, yeah, I didn't really expect any changes, but I kind of expected to see a couple of interesting tweets from Musk. And since he brought that sink into the, uh, into the lobby the other day, which I got kind of a bang out of, uh, that was about the only thing that's happened so far. So it's going to be interesting to watch. I think we're in about the same mold. We aren't terribly active on Twitter, but follow it. And uh, I check in every couple of days to see what's going on. And by and large, I've always found the platform boring, so I end up going back to Facebook. Uh, yeah. The other thing, the other thing out this morning is uh, Amazon put out a projection for their holiday sales. They said it was going to be slower than expected, and Lordy Gersh Almighty, the market's unimpressed by that, aren't they? Yeah, they, they really are. I mean, they uh, they came out and projected a, a weaker than expected revenue for the current quarter. You know, they're, they're giving some projections on uh, what they think the economy is going to do. A lot of uncertainty out there heading into the holiday season. And uh, and that, uh, again, they're one of the corporations that's really uh, talking about the strong dollar and how that's affecting them as well. And they uh -huh. are getting cream this morning, down almost 14 percent. Yeah. Not and the price much. of their stock, that's a ton of bucks. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to remember now they got split down, so they're they're a hundred dollars. They they closed yesterday at hundred and ten. Only a hundred, okay. That, yeah, that's so, right. They were they were like a five hundred dollars stock for a while. I know. Oh, they were like a thousand dollars stock. I think they, yeah, they, they did they, a uh, twenty for one. And, uh, okay. I think that's what they did. Um, and so they're down right now at ninety five dollars and forty one cents a share. Oh, below below Jeff their fifty two week low. Ooh. Jeff B 
Bezos might have to go to biofuels the next time he sends a rocket up or something. <laughs> you know, after a pretty decent day yesterday, uh, that report just kind of leads a bunch of stuff. What have we got in terms of quarterly reports out this morning? So in quarterly reports, we've got some, I mean, household names that are really playing it big. The oil industry, we had Exxon and Chevron both report, um, both of them. Uh, trading higher this morning. They had record, uh, Exxon had record profits, exceeded the analyst expectations. Um, they got help because of higher natural gas prices. Um, and they've been able to control costs a little bit too as as uh, crude uh, slid a little bit and didn't help them as much. Uh, but they're up 2% this morning. And then Chevron, uh, same thing. They beat across the board uh, their profits, $11.2 billion profit was a little lower than their record profit, but not by much, not by much at all. And so uh, it, it was the second best order they had on record. Um, and they're trading up almost 2% this morning as well. Crud. That's yeah. a good start for things. Any <laughs> other household names we've heard of? We do. So let's change to the uh, maybe the kind of the tech sector a little bit here. We had Apple actually reported. Um, oh, they did. Yeah, they did. They beat on top and bottom lines. And uh, it's the highest revenue ever for that July through September uh, quarter that they had. Um, a few flies in the ointment. Uh, iPhone sales during the quarter were slightly below what uh, what Wall Street had forecasted, um, but, but still not not hurting them this morning. Well, maybe it's hurting them a little bit. They're starting to they're not they're not in the red, but they were up about one, one and a half percent earlier this morning. Now they're just up about a tenth of a percent. So not a big jump for them. The other you know, that, tech, quarter, that quarter that ends in September for Apple is generally an off quarter for them because it leads into the new cycle for their iPhones. I would think a record quarter for that particular one would really give them a buoyancy. You would think. Um but yeah. I guess uh you know, iPhones just didn't do what they thought they would do. The other um, company that um, tech company we had report was Intel. Um, and Intel, they, uh, you know, they cut their full year forecast. Obviously, they they beat on their top and bottom line for this last quarter. But but for the full year forecast, they kind of are cutting away and uh, focusing on some cost reduction over this next year. Uh, they're trading up uh, 6.3%, a nice little bump for them this morning. The last one I have for you goes to kind of, I guess you call it social media, kind of Pinterest. Um, <clears throat> Pinterest came out and uh, they had a good quarter, man. They beat uh, the expectations across the board. They monthly user numbers also topped expectations, which is a good thing for them. Uh, they, are, they were trading up as much as 9.6. Actually, they're up 10% right now. Wow. Yeah. It's nice to hear one of the also brands do well. Resetting the table, modest up day yesterday on Wall Street. Actually, a pretty darn good one. The NASDAQ ended up uh, uh, up, or the NASDAQ was down, the S&P was down, but, but the Dow was up 194 points. Now that I actually focus on the screen. Blue I say, what were you looking at, Dave? I was, I was concerned about what you was looking at. Yours actually, matching my screen, see? Yeah, I was actually looking at the futures where I've actually got some green ink on the top line <laughs> on a couple of the indexes, which I like. Then I scrolled forward and said, oops, I'll just put it on the COVID drugs and blame <laughs> it on that. <laughs> so, how are we doing 45 minutes before we open this morning, anyway? Well, well, Dave, we have flipped to all red right now. Um, I don't have oops. a green thing on my screen except for the VIX. 
Um, the, the Dow 30 is um, basically flat. Right now it's down $3.50, so nothing. Um, the S&P 500 is down a half a percent. The NASDAQ 100 is down 1%. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be one of those opens today. And on the commodity side, we've seen silver retreat even more, down 1.6%. Gold down one point, uh, almost 1.2%. Crude oil. Thankfully, is heading down this morning, Dave, because it's been ratcheting up while you've been gone. Down 1.3% to $87.91. We were getting awful close to 90 before you got back. Woo! See, <laughs> I come back and everything turns up roses. Uh, overseas markets, the Asian room was all precipitously at the close yesterday. Uh, Hong Kong at 6 a.m. this morning was down by 3.5-plus percent. Mainland Chinese markets over 2%. Europe is looking at our economic data and saying, oh, Lord, get ready for another whack with a two-by-four. They're off marginally halfway through their day. Keeping tabs on uh, what you got is important, but if you obsess about it, you're in trouble. <laughs> Having a plan is where it counts for retirement. How do I find you to get that plan? Devin, give us a call at 863-382-0037 to walk through our core retirement design where we help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And the Gator game is going to push us a little bit earlier this time. We're going to do 1130 on Saturday, if that's okay with you. Sounds good, man, as long as we get her in. It'll get in there, and it'll be there on time, 1130 on Saturday morning, right, at, right before the uh, Gator-Georgia game, which... A whole lot of us are worried about the output of as well. If the Bucks can't win, can the Gators do anything with Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> you have a you have a great weekend, my friend. I'll see you Monday. All right, buddy. You too. Thanks. It's one hundred five point seven Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks. Again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, it is Friday. It is the last Friday of October. Next week, we'll head into. Uh, November, the kind of the middle month of the quarter, and uh, and hopefully we'll have some some good news start to flow in from the economic front. We know pretty much we'll have interest rates rising, meaning that the volatility and the risk are going to continue to be something we have to deal with uh, for the rest of this year and probably a good part of next year. So that's why we developed the core retirement design to help you level out that portfolio. Give us a call at 863 382 0037 to schedule your core retirement design. With that, have a great day.